The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, folks. It's the Blueprint Matt Morgan here with the one, the only, Mr. Justin LaBarbarian himself, and owner and proprietor, as it were, of WrestlingInc.com. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, in his own mind, Raj Gary. Guys, how's it going? That was my best. <laughs> Introductions from the Blueprint. Yeah, it's going well. How about yourself? Good, good. I think I have a little lag here, though, because there was like a space for like three seconds before you guys responded to me. Can you hear me okay? Right now we can hear you. Okay, okay. What did you guys think of the show tonight? If not always for the best reasons, but I, I was, for the most part, it kept my attention. It sucks that that's the barometer, but uh, but no, I mean, they there was there was enough here that like kept me watching. You know, there, there was stuff that kept me going. I mean, they, they gimmicked it around the draft. Raj? Uh, yeah, I thought it was fine. I mean, it, it, there was nothing uh, overwhelming or anything like that, but was, it, I what, thought it was... Was it, it there? kept me awake. Was it there, <laughs> it was a little. It was a little above there. Ah. What, about, <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Mm. Like this guy said, good parts to it. Um, I didn't love the Orton promo. No? No? He's been killing it and knocking it out of the park, so I hate even saying anything negative about him right now. But, yeah. I, mean, I kind of agree. I kind of agree. I am error with the first Super Chat of the night with $2 saying decent show ruined by the ending. I don't want to say ruined, but it was very <laughs> much like I was waiting for like this big finish, and then it was like, eh. So. Yeah, and... and- and and they've been burying Lana something fierce. So for her to get a title shot, you know, I mean, it's not going to be a real title shot. You know, it's right. going to be like it's. It's. I mean, what I thought tonight, which we'll talk about, is I thought some big female return was going to happen, and that's why I was in the main event spot. I thought I even counted fourteen women in the ring, which normally you'd have like a whole number, like a fifteen person battle royal, yeah. or a twenty person. Right. So like the, like the fact that she's going to fight Oscar next week, it's you know on a one week build to raw i gotta think it's just a platform for her to get buried and then somebody else to show up right and and a lot of people were expecting <coughs> marie she is uh, apparently re-signed with the company Ooh. So a lot of people were expecting her tonight but it does seem too soon to have her return and then just i mean either she wins the title because beating her right off the bat makes no sense so good we got uh, rich, rich antonio, antonio with a 499 super chat i'm sorry alexa bliss and the fiend doing sister Abigail in sync was the best part for me tonight. What say you guys? Fiend's got a girlfriend. It's gonna get weird, and I'm here for it. 
(laughs) (laughs) I mean, he likes championship title belts. He has a significant other. This is a very well-rounded monster. Yeah. You know what? I actually like this better than a lot of their segments recently. So I thought I thought that was pretty cool when they they did the uh the synchronized Sister Abigail's. So, yeah. And so and from what I saw that, on social that's media, high praise, it was that's a praise by the way, Justin from Raj. Raj hates these two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Raj, somebody tweeted that you like when I tweeted something positive about it, somebody tweeted that you like hate it. And I was I had to call you. Thank you, Matt, for reminding me. I need to call you out. What's the problem here? It's Alexa Bliss with the the Fiend. I just I just find the acting so bad in these segments. Uh, and and I like Alexa Bliss. I'm a big fan of hers. I think she's great. But uh, in those segments with her acting hypnotized or whatever, it just okay it just comes across so cheesy to me. So let's rank this really quick before we start the show. I promise, folks, I will start this show in his heartbeat and in a minute. Just give me one second, really quick. Raj, is this worse? Of a use of Alexa Bliss, then would you say then her tag teaming with Nikki Cross? Please tell me no. No, no. And and she's she's ultra talented, so at least she's getting to do something, and she's a heel because her teaming with Nikki Cross was pretty bad. It's Z five dollar super chat. What's up, it's Z? He says so. Now that Raw's taken ninety percent of the SmackDown roster, who is even left for Friday? Or Men and uh, women, men and women's division. Seth and Mysterio's face palm. <laughs> well, Alistair Black. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go through the. We'll, we'll, we'll attack what happened, to Alistair Black tonight a little bit later. Homeboy didn't even get an entrance, but whatever. Oh. Yeah, we'll go through the draft picks as they go. But like, I definitely, I said this to Raj right before we got on. It definitely feels like on paper. Raw reloaded to be the better show on paper. There's still things that SmackDown has, like Roman, which I think he's killing it. But overall, I think Raw just, you know, really replenished big time. Now, Raj, didn't you tell me that those days would be done pretty much because Fox deals a bigger deal for the WWE than than USA now? Yeah, I mean, I think as far as star power, as far as the big names, I mean, Roman is the biggest name. I mean, as far as what they owe their, their cable networks that they have contracts with. Don't yeah, they exactly. trying to like really kiss Fox's ass the most and give them the best bang for their buck more than USA? Right, because they don't mean as much to Fox as much as, you know, like Fox can dump them at any time and it doesn't hurt them. So they want to impress Fox more. Um, but so all yeah, USA, USA, they're desperate for WWE. They need so, them. So then that's my question. Why is WWE giving, clearing out the barrels and stacking Raw over SmackDown? Well, I think uh, as far as draws go, Roman is still their biggest draw, and he's staying on on SmackDown. Um, Keep going. I mean, I think the the biggest name moving would be the Fiend, as far as switching brands. And he's on Raw. He's gotten kind of stale on SmackDown. I don't ever see him stale, but I I don't know. All right, all right. I mean, I could also unless unless this is like a panic reaction of. Raw numbers, raw numbers have had a sharper decline than SmackDown. So unless it's like a, a panic of like, oh man, like our Monday oh, wow. night, and Vince has always been a Monday night guy. Okay, but to my understanding, he has a bigger uh, IOU, if you will, to sure. Fox. We have a super chat that I keep talking over. Justin Lopez, our favorite super chatter, five dollar super chat says. So the biggest buzz coming out of last week was AJ, and they cut his promo from the show. Ali. <laughs> God dang. I apologize. Ali. Yeah, that sucked. That was stupid. That was stupid. Immediately, we're being told he's not that important, apparently. Yeah, and so so did Kronashaw. 
Good. Kronishad, $2 Super Chat. Thought Ali and Retribution were appearing tonight. Me too. I, I, I guess when, when I sit and think about some of these draft choices, they just make no sense. Like, why would anyone draft Retribution? Why would, I mean, but then again, why would they sign a contract to begin with? But, yeah, Retribution drafted uh, to Raw tonight. With their pictures and everything, just like normal wrestlers. <laughs> well, and also, and like, again, as we go through the show, we go through the different rounds of Stephanie announcing the draft picks. It's like, this is where I think Vince maybe is obviously is unconnected from from real sports. It's like the order in which your draft is a big deal. So like, like Titus O'Neil was drafted around six and like Titus is a friend, but there's no reason Titus should be getting a, t- a pick in round six on TV ahead of the jabronis that they're now going to announce on Raw Talk that are getting drafted. It's like Titus has had like two matches in like the last like two years, so on TV. So it, they, they, it makes no sense when you see certain people drafted ahead of others that now, they would do that. The first two to three picks they take seriously, and then after that, they, it's, it doesn't make sense usually. Yeah. You guys ready? Uh, well, I'm, no, got just more kidding. Super chats here, real quick, and then let's jump into it. Dustin EK five dollars super chat wanted either Liv or Bel Air to win the battle royal. Miss Liv in her Harley Quinn look, but besides the point, but it's besides the point. You mean Liv be smoking hot AF like always though. Dustin, what are you doing, brother? Stop making me read that stuff. <laughs> Why would you pay five dollars to share that? But nonetheless, <laughs> King Rail five dollars super chat. Raw was good. The draft lackluster. How do you guys feel about Titus added to the hurt business? Also love the show. Watch every show. First and foremost, thank you very much. I actually like the idea of Titus joining. Actually, I, I do too. I've. I mean, again, as I said, you know, Titus, athletic guy. I thought that um, looks the part. Know, Looks the part, you know. He, the guy's a six foot seven legit athlete. Uh, obviously, all American. He, all Amer- I mean, obviously, he's on the he's on the end in terms of the age scale. I mean, so he's not a guy you're going to build a company around for the next ten years. But I thought when he and Darren Young were together, I thought that there was some missed opportunities. Um, you know, at, at times. Yeah, I thought he was going to be the breakout when when they split. You know, I thought. Yeah. Was, I thought there was a ton of potential there, but they they never fully ran with it. The money so get, is rolling in. So too, guess. By the way. Jesus Christmas. Come on. <laughs> there's no, like five. There's like, show. there's like five more. <laughs> I'm not Thank you reading. guys. We keep, we keep, you Brand, guys keep us going. Brandon Go. Hall, t- Brandon Hall, $10. Okay. A few things. Raj, you're totally wrong on your view of Alexa and Fiend pairing. Also, where was Alexa during the battle Royal? And finally, I guess Raw Underground is finally dead. Yeah, you know, we haven't seen Raw Underground in Good. weeks, but but Stephanie did make a mention of it. I don't know if she just did that on the off the cuff, but she made a mention of it when Dabo Kato was officially put to Raw. Um, so yeah, I, I, to me, I think Raw Underground's dead, honestly. But. I hope so. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> it, it really was doing no shit. one any favors. And it's not like it was bringing the rating up for the third hour either. No. Antoine Fair, $5. They put all the faces that mean something to SmackDown defeat to Roman. Hmm. Um, I, I guess we'll go through the draft picks here in a little bit. Uh, two ninety nine from Chris P who was waiting for the SmackDown drafts. Matt Morgan no. wanted, wanted you to get drafted. Mr. Mayor. Oh, thank you very much, Chris. Don't hold your breath. I'm going to need WWE to get it together. That's Callie Robertson for $3.99. Thank you, Callie. Uh, do we have any more? Hang on. Let me check yeah, and see. Here. Here. Marcus Thomas saying, maybe the draft should happen every two years and only have NXT roster to Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Hype videos for the talents. I like it. Since 2019. Thank you. I like that idea. Oh. One above you. 
No. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, John Cena's bald spot. That, uh, thanks as always. Everyone in Retribution has a nickname. Will Ollie be called a hacker? Could help tie in <gasps> that old storyline. John Cena's bald spot. Yes, we have talked about this many a time. It would be a very nice tie-in. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. And uh, in, in whenever Ali gets to give his speech, him saying something like, and this would go in line with the social media post he he put up last week with the picture. I wouldn't mind him saying something like, "Ali is the the WWE given name they try to stick yes, me stereotypically with." Stereotypically, give me yes. And, and and he rebore he rebirths himself with a new name, a retribution name. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Uh, finally, uh, J- Jake will be right. Why do they keep feeding Oscar these weak opponents? Why do you keep feeding us these super chats? No, <laughs> give me Fiend Alexa versus Oscar to where she goes to her dark side. You don't, you, but you don't want to do Alexa on a go nothing episode of Raw just for randomly next week. You want to have some build for that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, Alexa should be. <laughs> It shouldn't be a throwaway match on Raw, in my opinion. Uh, Francesco Tichera is saying, I don't watch Raw. I just come on for you guys. Here's 499. Thank LOL. you. We could Thank probably you. do the whole show just by reading Super Chats. We'll touch on I everything. I swear to God, if we do three more minutes of it, I'm not reading this. So figure it out. <laughs> Jamon John saying, Carbon Footprint or Elevator? What's the more devastating finisher? Give me another Super Chat and you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Matt. Let's run through the show. Definitely elevator for the record. All right. Good question. I'm just BSing with you guys. You know, they like to have fun here. All right, real quick. Um, we go right to the ring. Out first comes Randy Orton. Uh, the announcers are basically just hyping Orton versus WWE champion Drew McIntyre for the upcoming Hell in a Cell match. Orton comes out, and I'm not going to critique him. I'm just going to say what he basically talked about. He talks about um, uh, all the fact that he will take the WWE title from Drew inside Hell in a Cell in two weeks. He uh, uh, says 2020 has been a lot, but one thing you can't dispute is the fact that this has been the year of the Drew. So here's a heel doing what they're supposed to be doing generally, which is when you get the opportunity to build up the face, you do, but then you yank the carpet out from underneath them and be a jerk about it. But Orton basically promises to pin Drew again and will take the WWE title from him at Hell in a Cell and says he will do it all by hitting him with the three most dangerous letters in sports entertainment, folks. R. Okay, record scratch, music interruption, out comes the champ. Uh, McIntyre stands on the stage with his mic. Why wouldn't he have a microphone to Mr. Middleton? Um, nonetheless, he cuts a, a, a return promo basically here. And uh, Drew follow. Uh, they, they start getting into physicality here. Drew marches to the ring, pissed off. Orton eventually rolls to the floor to retreat. Drew follows and Orton rams him into the apron uh, to turn it back around. Drew whips Orton into the barrier. Then the ring post, then the announce table. Orton then ends up scrambling up the apron as Drew talks trash from the ring while his music hits. Again, folks, those imaginary ropes that, for whatever rhyme or reason, are magically able to stop one wrestler from advancing toward the wrestler he was just previously being physical with. I hate that. Um, still to come, Aleister Black and Kevin Owens, nobody cares. We will see Stephanie uh, McMahon backstage getting ready for her draft picks. We go to commercial. Really quick, guys, what do you think about the promo? Randy Orton and Drew. Uh, the one thing I did like, and I didn't really realize this, just because it all kind of meshes together, is I like the fun fact that Randy's the only one to pin Drew. I, I, I didn't catch that. So that was nice that they focused on that. It's a great coup for Randy to, to build off of. He's lost but, to Drew a couple times. so. But did you notice it? Do you know why he did that, though? Because he's he lost to Drew. If- he did it to gratuitously put himself over as the only – because he says this is the year that Drew – he built Drew up and mm-hmm. said, P.S., I'm the only one that beat him this year. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's pretty good healers techniques. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I, I think it's also necessary too because this is like the third title, third or fourth title match that he's getting for Drew in a row. So I think it's nice to remind people like, hey, I still am the one that has a pinfall. It wasn't for a title right. match, but it's still right. a pinfall. So I I deserve to be here. Right. Yeah, I mean, you see them with with Roman and Drew both. You know, they're really protecting those guys. Drew Good. just had that one pinfall loss. Roman, I don't think has had any this year. So, I mean, that's what you do with your top stars. God forbid. Roger, you gonna collect the rest of your money? All right, let's go. Chris Lau <laughs> saying instead of these lame drafts, they should run Raw and SmackDown as sports teams. They make trades throughout the year and can set a day as trade deadline. That's what they used to do. The problem though is WWE will find a way to fudge that up somehow, and like. I don't know. And you know what was weird with this draft? This was the this might have been the first draft in a while that I could think of that like Raw or SmackDown does not have a like they don't which is okay, I guess, doesn't have a clear cut face. Like Stephanie was coming out here, but we don't know who made these picks. It was just mystery raw and smackdown people. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they kinda of, I mean they kinda of did that last year. Thank you, uh Jimmy Moorecraft. <laughs> he did that to make Mad Matt mad. <laughs> no question. <laughs> Party of Gaming saying, why not add the draft to Survivor Series since Raw, NXT, and SmackDown wrestlers face wrestle each other anyways? Whoever wins gets a pick for their respective show. I do got to admit, that's, that's one that's thing. That's not a bad idea. That's a yeah. good idea. Well, it would remember put, back in the day they would do like a, there, a Raw we, guy faces a SmackDown yes. guy and then the yes. winner of that match, they get to pick. Yes. Um, it, I mean, it, would put a, it would put a fresh spin <clears throat> on, a, on a concept that I always say is outdated. Survivor Series is, is 30 years outdated. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, if you made it like a draft pay-per-view, um, I think it would it would just draw way more interest. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, and finally, uh, Manish Malou said, Triple H said NXT no, would didn't. be a huge part of the draft. I don't think he no, did. That no, was... he didn't. No, we, we asked him that, and he was uh, specifically being coy. He, he, he specifically like said like i don't know if nxt like he like completely dodged the question essentially but but he, but, but he did not at all say that they would be a huge part of it right yeah so. and finally jody oh shauna jenkins saying is it just me or does lars remind you of Iron mike sharp <laughs> yeah a little bit i, I could kind of see that but lars is way more impressive of course he is he's thick as hell yeah that's a I big heard that, dog i heard that lars uh slid into iron mike sharp dms uh, yeah, he did. So, <laughs> folks, we're back. We're back from the break. The WWE Chief Brand Officer Stephanie McMahon is on the stage at the podium. She welcomes us to the second and final night of the 2020 WWE Draft. Raw selects the Fiend Bray Wyatt. SmackDown picks uh, SmackDown Women's Champion. That just reads in weird. Bailey. Raw picks Raw's Randy Orton to stay on the brand. SmackDown selects Raw Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. Raw selects Charlotte Flair to stay on the brand. Now, these were all very big stars, but nothing really moved here, except I'll say, okay, Street Profits, you know, getting moved, right? And uh, 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 The Fiend Bray Wyatt, that's a very big one. And we knew, Raj, didn't we know The Fiend was moving? Yeah. Yeah, we knew the Fiend, and you knew the Street Profits. I mean, and once uh, once Kofi and Xavier were moved over, you knew that the the other titles. Always, it's always, it's a, yeah. So here's my question with that: Do they change the name of the title belts? Yeah, so that's what they said backstage. They're just swapping them. Which, as someone that cares about titles and lineages and oh stuff like God, that, from a story, right. from a story, you know, standpoint, to just say, all right, we're switching them. Uh, just drives me nuts. That kind how of do stuff they, how drives do they, me crazy. How do they keep 
keep track of that the title history then like what's gonna happen like I don't right know. well i just want to say this out of that opening group first off a couple things to deem uh that says a lot about the street profits that they are in that first bunch there that also says a lot about charlotte flair obviously who's out right now and they still make a point to say oh yeah raw selection she's not even in the picture that's pretty big right well yeah she's a star and her photo <laughs> even looks like a, like she is a star sure, sure. major star Really quick, we go to a no D. Uh, they start up a no DQ match. It's Kevin Owens versus Alistair Black. So basically, this match kicks off very early, even before the bell. They trade finish finisher counters early on. Black and Owens brawl around the ringside. Black with kicks at ringside. Um, Black drops Owens with a big roundhouse kick in front of the announcers. That was actually pretty badass. Owens launches Black into the barrier. Owens goes for the corner cannonball against the barrier and hits for a pop. What? Owens grabs a, t- a table for Black, <laughs> and Black fights off the powerbomb attempt. So basically, they, they do go back and forth, but at the end of this, folks, Kevin Owens gets a very, uh, I think, a pretty big win. Not because he beat, it should be a big win that he beat Black, but um, Kevin Owens has been getting his ass kicked lately, so this is a good win for him because he needs a win. But again, what I tell you guys from the beginning of this, these are two opponents that should not be in an angle versus each other because they both desperately need a winning angle both individually by themselves and i did like the fact that black had no entrance he was in the ring with a stupid spooky screen thing that they show when he's out there like if you're gonna put the energy into that you couldn't show him walk to the ring for 10 seconds yeah Mm -hmm. yeah no again yeah he gets the job or entrance was already in the ring uh as they come back from this stephanie segment this guy he used to have an entrance that made him unique it helped his like presentation. His and I don't like his pants. Either. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's a I don't weird like thing to say. But he looks like my boy. Uh, what's his name? Brian Myers. He looks like Brian Myers. If you just look at him really quick tonight, and, and nothing against Brian Myers, he's my boy. But there was nothing wrong with Black to begin with. He looked different. The way he was put out there with the music, his entrance, yeah. and even his gear. Such a small thing like that. His gear was different. He looked like a legit athlete. He doesn't look good in the pants. It doesn't work for him. He just looks average now. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, no, I gave him a unique presentation. It, it, his entrance to me was an attraction, and so yeah, I hate that too. But I will say, what, maybe the spot of the night was uh, yes. him hitting. I think they call it the meteor. He had Owens on that bridge yes. of chairs. Oh my goodness! But here's the problem with that: Black's not supposed to win that. He obviously doesn't win that match. I don't like him doing that spot and then Owens kicking out. If you do that spot, that should be the finish. I don't want to see anything you should, more. You should be dead. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's it. And another thing, you know, when a wrestler, you know, gets a fresh, you know, coat of paint, you know, they usually yeah. turn heel or, or baby face or what yeah. have you, or get a new gimmick or uh, change organizations. But in this case, you have Aleister Black turn heel and then he doesn't get a single win. And so he's just been beaten every time. I mean, how are you every supposed time. to get any momentum by doing that? It just, it just, I mean, it kills the whole point of the heel turn, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. he has not won a, a singles match since May. So. It's ridiculous. Um, all right, guys, we're back for break. Stephanie is back on the stage for more draft picks. I know everyone's excited. Uh, Raw picks Braun Strowman to come from SmackDown. That's a big pick. Mm-hmm. SmackDown picks Daniel Bryant to stay on the brand. Raw selects Matt Riddle to come from SmackDown. That's a big pick. SmackDown picks Kevin Owens to come from Raw. I think it's inconsequential. Raw picks Jeff Hardy to come from SmackDown. We'll see what that looks like. Um, so, what'd you guys think of those picks, real quick? Anything uh, great besides uh, Braun? And- 
Big for Braun. Again, this is where I think Raw reloads. They get Braun back on there. I think having a Matt Riddle there is a big Matt deal. Matt Riddle. I think having a Jeff Hardy is is a big deal if 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 they stay the course with Jeff and we see some stuff with Jeff later on. So, yeah. You guys good? Um, we go to the ring for another must see episode of Miz TV with new Raw superstars, the Miz and John Morrison. They make some draft related jokes and then bring out their guests, Mandy Rose and Miss Dana Brooke. Uh, there's some tension between Rose and Miz to start out over what happened with poor old Otis. Miz asks Brooke and Rose about going for the WWE Tag Team titles and then tries to stir the pot over tonight's number one contender, Battle Royal. Uh, Rose says, I'm sorry, Rose says, may the best woman win tonight's Battle Royal. The music is inter- uh, interrupts everything, and out comes Natal- uh, Natalia and Lana. They talk about why they sh- they're the ones that should be interviewed, not these two jokers. There's some tension between the, t- the two women's tag teams now. Rose tells them to focus more on training instead of TikTok, and maybe they could win a match. That was good. Natalia strikes, and a brawl breaks out. Lana, of course, gets dumped to the floor. Rose and Brooke double-team Natalia now. Natalia also gets into the floor. We go to commercial break with Rose and Brooke taunting Natalia from the ring. Uh, really quick, we come back from break, uh, and the season of Miz, uh, the season premiere of Miz TV is still underway. Uh, John Morrison is the new featured guest for the Miz. Now they now talk about what they're going to do on Raw, but the music interrupts and out comes Lars Sullivan. Miz escapes, but Lars gets to work on Morrison. Miz tries to pull Morrison to safety, but he backs off and heads to the ramp. Terrible partner. Lars continues to destroy Morrison. Lars lifts Morrison and launches him with a freak accident as, Ma- as Miz looks on. Lars stands tall and yells out as we go to replays. What'd you guys think? Well, you, well, you said what a terrible partner, and the commentary actually kind of kept noting this, so I think they were planting a seed that, like, they noted, like, well, Miz just got out of the way and let Morrison take that, and, oh, Miz, <laughs> Miz tried to help Morrison again, and, oh, he just is too scared. So, like, it definitely felt like yeah. they're planting a seed for a Miz-Morrison split here. Yep. I, you I guys like got them together, though. So I feel like they. Uh, oh, they me too. I don't want them. Well. I do not want them separated. I, I agree. Yeah. So, I agree. so yeah. Raj, I mean, is this the point in the show where we talk about the elephant in the room of like? I, I know people were surprised that they still they they Lars came out tonight. He got drafted. He's going to be on SmackDown as a match with Jeff Hardy, and of course, the news headlines today again unfavorable for him. I mean, I, I, yeah, I you, mean, it was, it, does it matter? I mean, it, when I saw those headlines, it just seemed to me like. I don't know. He was he hit on some yoga instructor and she turned him down. I didn't see it as a big deal. What? Yeah. No, I know. But it, what, what, but what, what, the thing that I know that like he just came back from injury and, and like before he got injured, the whole right. thing was all the stuff on the internet that was dug up with him. It's like this never stops. It seems right. So this um, is a new thing. Yeah. 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 But basically, he basically uh, there was screen grabs. Uh, of a yoga instructor on Instagram, like a verified yoga instructor, and he was like paying for her services, like her her training, and but then like started inappropriate DMs, and she's married, and she's like, "Dude, I'm refunding your money. I told you I don't want any of this," and like blocked him, and this all just like recently happened, and and he's had a history, unfortunately, of I guess stuff mm-hmm. dug up on the internet about him. So yeah, I mean, this one didn't seem like. I mean, we don't even know if he knew she was married or or what what happened. True, yeah. very true, and that, that's and that's a fair point, I guess to say. So. Yeah. So, Jeez. regardless, it, he's, you know. Do we have any uh, super chats? Uh, actually, I got uh, we got some more draft picks that were just announced on Raw Talk. So wow. people are asking what I'm watching, and it's just these, uh, 
so we got Lana is drafted to Raw. So she's staying on Raw. Natalia has been moved to SmackDown. Uh, huh. Riddick Moss is, I believe he's been on Raw anyway, but he's staying on Raw. The Riot Squad are now on SmackDown. And Arturo Ruas, Ruas, right? He's a Raw Underground guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's on Raw. So um, see, like, think about how weird that is. Uh, they do. Quick. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, real, uh, Omnipotent Bobby Burns with the dollar ninety nine super chat saying Morgan is doing a good job. Surprised he can read. What? Bobby, Bobby, do not make me shoot on what you message me, my friend. Don't make me kill your gimmick, Bobby Burns. I will. Uh, John Cena's bald spot. Uh, the Miz Morrison, uh, they should feud with the New Day for the tag titles and hopefully win them. That could be a cool yeah. feud. Why wouldn't that? They, they have feuded before, but whatever. Yeah, um, King Rail saying Lars seems like he's being forced. Not to mention all the drama. I feel like the fans are going to give him the Roman treatment. Well, I there's no real no. fans right now. No. And also, he's not going to get the Roman treatment. He's not going to go through headline acts and just be fed top talent. He's going to beat. Yes, he beat up Morrison tonight, but it wasn't a match. He's going to do the the, the the jobber invitational kind of build like Braun did. They're going to do a slow crescendo with him of just eating up nobodies. Uh, local talents, things like that, once they do go back to having people in the arena. Um, but I, I, I don't think the fans would do the rejection boo of him as much as I would fear if this dude keeps putting stuff out there and doing dumb stuff, then boo him for things like that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, he's a heel. So, um, right. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah, Lars. <laughs> Lars is. Yeah, Lars has the. Lars should have the Braun booking. He should have the Ryback booking. The slow build of just just dominating some people. You move your way up the card. Here's the thing, though. I don't think WWE's forcing him because look, WWE. I think what they're trying to do with Lars is they they see something in him, and I and I can yeah, see it too. too. Never never mind the the bad press aside. Just look at him right. as as the talent on WWE TV. There's there's potential there. There's money there. I think what they're trying to do is they've not been able to get into a rhythm with him. He left NXT. They they you know they they tried to bring him up to uh, with Raw and SmackDown, and he just hasn't had rhythm. He's gotten injured. Or there was the headline. So they're it's not a matter of forcing him. They're just trying to get on track and trying to get something consistently to click. And that's what we're seeing here. That's why they saw. That's why they put him on both SmackDown and Raw this week. Yeah, and so, I agree with. Yeah. You. I mean, he 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 looks different. He 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 he's menacing. He's got the really cool look. So yeah. Uh, Justin Lopez, two dollar. Oh, sorry, Justin Lopez, two dollar super chat. Ruiz drafted over Andrade. What a joke! Yes, it is a joke. Absolutely. <laughs> what's well, well, across the board? Like, like Lana just gets announced on Raw Talk, no, but yet you in the show. Real, but folks, but yet I know. But it's it's illogical though to when you announce them. She gets announced on Raw it Talk, is. but she just ends Raw as the new number did, one contender. But did we not just last segment say the same exact sentence? It bothers me. Yeah. After pick three, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Terry Allen Jr., $5.16 Super Chat. Why that? Uh, does re- do wrestlers receive paychecks every two weeks, Matt? I did. I don't know how it is today, honestly. Uh, Raj might know that. I forget. I, th- I think it is every two weeks. Yeah. I think, yeah, they get, okay. I think every, two, yeah, every two weeks they get a direct deposit of their downside guarantee. Right, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But, then they get, I th- but then I think it's, the, it's monthly for the... Is it monthly or quarterly like, for the like royalties? royalties and stuff? Yeah, uh, I think it's quarterly. Quarterly, quarterly. I think it's yeah. quarterly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And that's for everyone, right? Like you, that, you, legend, you legends, and legends, not, and everybody. I don't think not for like like not for me. I'll get like I think we only get it twice a year. If oh, I'm okay. sick. I gotta ask my wife that though. I'll find out that answer. Um, huh, we now I'm sorry. We see how the new day was split up in the draft on Friday, right after Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods won the SmackDown Tag Team Title from Cesaro and Nakamura. WWE producer Adam Pierce, Vince's favorite is backstage with Woods and Kofi and Raw Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits. Now, he has authorized a simple title switch. Think about that for a second. Think about that. He was just able to come back to and say, guys, just, just, just trade the belts. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> the two teams switched titles, and now it's official, apparently. Robert Rudolph and Ziggler walk up and make their case for a shot at the Raw Tag Titles. They've got some words with New Day, and then this match is on for later. We see Seth Rollins walking backstage, and he's walking and walking some more <laughs> big time cliffhanger going to commercial break here folks um back from break we got stephanie she's back at it again at the podium for more draft picks raw picks Blah. retribution retribution and all of its members smackdown picks Lars sullivan to stay didn't even know he's on the show to begin with raw picks keith lee to stay on the raw brand smackdown picks king baron corbin to stay raw picks alexa bliss to come from SmackDown. That's a good pick. I like that. Um, we go back to the ring. Seth Rollins, Raw farewell as he was drafted to SmackDown last Friday night. Rollins comes out to booze and takes the mic. Those weren't real booze, Mr. Middleton. Um, no, but They're you got to tell the story. No, he's got to <laughs> tell the story. He's correct. Um, I like Mark Middleton. He does a good job on these. Uh, Rollins just wants to soak it all in for a moment because tonight is the end of an era. Thank God. He's thrilled to take his talent to Friday night, but he has to acknowledge how different of a moment this is for all the wonderful fans in uh, of Raw. They boo him even more. Rollins talks about how Raw's losing a champion and the best leader they've ever had. That was good. He says there is no one to fill his shoes, especially not Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio, as they're headed to SmackDown with him. Rollins goes on and on and on about his run on Raw, but music interrupts his promo. Out comes new Raw superstar Jeff Hardy to a big pop. Rollins says he appreciates Jeff's enthusiasm, but he was trying to find a leader that's not you. Seth asks Jeff to get the hell out of his ring. Fans boo Rollins. Jeff goes on and on about uh, how this is his ring now. Rollins says, Jeff, you should be focused on his match with Lars Sullivan this Friday. He wishes Hardy good luck and says he's going to need it. Rollins drops the mic and exits as Hardy looks on. The music is, once again, get, uh, interrupted, uh, and out comes out new Raw superstar, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. AJ takes the mic and addresses Hardy, but Rollins comes from behind and has words with him. Ooh, words. Hardy sends him into the barrier first. Hardy comes out and sends AJ, AJ into the barrier. Basically, guys, these guys are all going at it until finally they set up a triple threat match. Um, we go to commercial break as fans cheer about this announcement. Back from the break, um, and the match is underway. AJ, by the way, this was a great match, and I'll shut up after that. AJ Styles gets rocked into the corner. Seth Rollins goes at it with Jeff Hardy now. This match was really, really, really good, actually. Um, there's great use of Hardy here, by the way. Um, but anyways, um, we get toward the end of the match. Uh, AJ grabs Hardy for a Styles clash, but it's blocked. Hardy hits a twist of fate in the middle of the ring. He has AJ beat. Going for the pin, but Elias suddenly appears out of nowhere. 
to make his big triumphant return, said nobody. He smashes a guitar over the back of Hardy. I didn't like that, by the way. AJ is shocked. AJ takes the, the pin on Hardy for the win. Winner AJ Styles. Um, really quick, after the bell, uh, Elias exits the ring and stares Hardy down as AJ's music is still playing and as he recovers. Uh, Elias haunts Hardy from the ramp as AJ music continues. We go to replays. Guys, what did you think of the match? And really, there's not much to say about the aftermath, but what did you guys think of the match? And then what did you think about Elias come on out and making his big triumphant return? You, you can't have a bad match with these three. This actually felt... I remember, no. thinking, to my, I remember thinking to myself, like... What a um, Yeah, like, I thinking... This is a on a night where you can get away with having all the roster there because they're all there because they're getting drafted. This is a great way to take these three and kind of put together like a little mini dream match of these three guys who are so athletic and can like put together crazy ass sequences. So very fun match. Um, you know, Matt, you said you didn't like it, and I'll ask you why. But I, I'll say this: I, I thought I liked seeing Elias return, and I what I like too. And if you didn't watch Raw and you listen to us for recommendations, check this part out. They kept a nice tight shot on Jeff Hardy. And Elias is you didn't see him sneak up. You didn't see anything. All out of nowhere, this this guitar shot no, and Elias. I, I thought it looked really nice. But I didn't like it because of the danger. That's all. Just an accident that could have happened with the gig guitar. That's all. The gimmick guitar. Oh, well, yeah. that, that, that's all. I hit okay. anybody from behind, you know. But um, nonetheless, it looked great and devastating, like it was supposed to look. Yeah. Good. Good for Elias. And Elias is such a natural heel too. He was a baby face before uh, you know he was gone, so I think he's 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 back in his element. He is uh, and feuding with Hardy, and 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 they did the whole tie-in to the uh, you know him being hit by a car, and 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 which we'll get to. Yeah, good he usually catch. doesn't do that, and we'll get to that. Good but, yeah. catch. And, and, and again, I, and again, I want to give credit to Elias. It's my same uh, Pittsburgh credit I give to Burt Baker <clears throat> when Elias came up here as uh, in Pittsburgh, he was never a heel. He was a baby face called. He was the rock and roll. Jesus, Logan Shulo. He was this flame. He was this baby face who worked a baby face style. And, and, and like, so this to see him thrive as a heel like this again, I can't say enough, like how impressive it is, how he's took to it. Uh, so, well, I mean, this guy's had segments with John Cena, the undertaker, uh, at, at countless legends at mania. I mean, this, this, right. this, this guy, they're wait, it's, it's there for him. Yeah, it is. I'd but like guys, to see him go to that next level, though, as opposed to being the. Well, yeah. that's their job to make it happen instead of being yeah. jobber to the main stars. We right. got a five dollars super chat from Justin Lopez. This counts as new range for both teams. So this is the New Day's tenth title reign, breaking the Dudley's record for most reigns. That better not be true. That better not be true. Why did they not just say the champions aren't ineligible to be drafted? That makes way more sense. It makes no sense but, that they're it, called the SmackDown uh, Tag Team Champions listen, and they could be drafted to Raw. Worse, this is a trillion-dollar company. You don't have somebody whose job is to be doing the research in historical, turn, like looking up historical facts and things of that nature to not have caught this, that you're going to break the greatest and most successful WWE tag team, it's true, of all time as far as titles go and success. The Dudleys. The Dudleys are very, very, very successful. And for them to break the record, I hope you're not right. I hope you're wrong on this, Justin. I really do. I mean, but they're going to break it anyway at some point, I think. But Okay, fine. But at least not do it legit. Way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not just and trade you, it in a bag. You're not, trading, you're not trading baseball cards here. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and, I had a big problem with that. And you know what's wild about this whole situation? That is, you would trade a uh, Ken Griffey 89 upper deck for a Jose Canseco 86 rated rookie? Donruss? <laughs> that 
Or when you look at the perspective of, you know, we had a story a few weeks ago, it was in the Retribution main event when they had that match, where we hear about how Vince has still specific time-honored rules he wants to adhere to with tag matches about the legal man, can't do something to the illegal man, and this and that. Yeah, and it's like, okay. up a pin, but they can't attack right. him from, yeah. So you hear Vince, Vince still at 75 or whatever, is so specific in and in a, in a whatever to that rule, but then we hear so many other times through stories and through people that are around him, where somebody will bring up a, an obvious like, "This is why this doesn't make sense in creative," and he goes, "Ah, oh, the fans will never remember that," or "Oh, they'll never care," and it's like, it's or just worse, amazing to me. I'll tell them what to think. Yes. Yeah, it's it's amazing to me right. what what which hills he decides to right. to build on. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, real quick, Matt, here? a couple more. A couple more. This one's definitely directed to you. Jay Monjohn saying, is Main Event Mafia one of the reasons for TNA's decline? That faction not putting over the TNA homegrown guys and made them look like jobbers. Definitely not. The, the, you're correct. It should have been booked um, differently. And I was the one that was going to succeed the most from that Main Event Mafia storyline until we got to Bound for Glory. I had six months of going through each and every one of those Main Event Mafia uh, members each month I would beat one of them and it was a big deal for me and then finally to get to bound for glory that's our Wrestlemania and lose to Kurt was a fart in church you know and and, and Kurt fought for it all damn day he asked at least five different times to to Vince and I think uh what was Vince's uh, other guy that used to work in WCW with him and was Kosky. a teenager for a minute Koski no no WCW he did uh, JR's gimmick he tried Ed to make Co- fun of JR or um no. um uh, Ferrara. Oh, he did Oklahoma. Ferrara. Ed Ferrara. Ferrara. Ed Ferrara was with us at the time as well. And he tried to talk to him about it, how why it didn't make sense. You know, why go all this way and not pull the trigger? This doesn't make sense. And the argument was because AJ, uh, Kurt was going to be challenging AJ Styles the next month for the world championship. And AJ was going to go over. And something to that effect. And that, that's the stuff I'm talking about. That's, I'm not saying it because it was me. I'm saying it because you do six months, seven months of a build. And you don't put that younger talent through that finish line. That's the stuff that used to piss fans off. Not just with me, but like with Joe, AJ, you name it. Um, but uh, no, Man of the Mafia was a great storyline, actually. I thought it also helped World Elite. I don't know if anybody even remembers that group. But World Elite got a great rub from uh, forming kind of his big alliance with the Man of the Mafia at the time. That was a, a, a team with, what, Davari, Magnus. Doug Williams, all, all the, the foreign wrestlers. Eric Young was the leader of it. I thought he did a good job on it, actually. Um, and, and I Fortune. dug it. Fortune I dug was it. a great group. Fortune was. Fortune was a great group. But a uh, good question. Yeah. Uh, we've got Karana Shah, $2 Super Chat. AJ saying this was never Monday Night Rollins. <laughs> That's right. He did say that when they're setting to the back. AJ's great. He's great in this role. He is. King Rail, $5 Super Chat. Love Eli. He means Elias. But damn, it's embarrassing when, once, yeah, when they show when they show four time twenty four seven title. In right, his bio they show, they showed that he was a four time when they drafted title. when they drafted Elias uh, and they give the fun facts. That's one of the fun facts was he's a four time twenty four seven. No, you say he wrestled under. He did some with Undertaker WrestleMania. There's so many things they could have done with him. The things yeah. you just listed. We got Nate Dog Erickson five dollar super chat. I love heel Elias. One of the few who can get nuclear heat. Parentheses. Remember Seattle team joke on Raw 10-2 on wow, 2018? Good memory. That is a very good memory. Wish he had a full crowd for his return. Yes, he's another one that is amazing at playing to the audience that he's in front of. He gets great cheap heat, too, and he does a good job at it, too. 
Yeah, and that's a great question. Remember that? Go back and watch it. It was like it's like yeah. five minutes. Like with fans, <laughs> going crazy. they wouldn't let him talk. Yes. And that's a great that's a great question. Like I know we haven't got to it in the show, but he does a backstage later where he says he's going to do a concert next week. And like we like he relied so much on a live audience for the concerts. So I'll be very interested to see how that comes off in yeah. a in a Thunderdome. What What do you guys like better? Do you guys like it better with the the fake crowd noise that they have in the Thunderdome, but it sounds like a real crowd, or do you like the the a small group of fans and, and using the, no. the real reactions. I, I don't, I like, I like what they're doing right now with the yeah. dome. Same here. Fake. Yeah. Cause you know what? And I, I know this, I know this is not right. I prefer the fake and pretty much across the board because the other day when watching the NFL, my wife's like, it's so weird to hear this fake noise and nobody's in that particular stadium. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? When your camera shot is primarily on the field and you can't see the fan you and you really can't see the stands, you don't really notice it, no. it, 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 all, it all just comes off as natural. Right. It's, it's yeah. when you, sh- it's when you show empty seats yes. and you hear noise. That's what, that's what trips you up. It does. So listen, guys, we're back from break. Did I already say this? No, we're back from break. And Stephanie is at the podium with more draft picks. Raw picks Elias to come from SmackDown because we couldn't have predicted that and making his big return. And then just magically, he's the next draft pick. What a quinkening, <laughs> folks. SmackDown picks WWE Intercontinental Champion Sammy Zayn to stay on the brand. Raw picks Lacey Evans to come over from SmackDown. I love that. SmackDown picks Cesaro and Nakamura to stay on the brand. Raw picks Sheamus to come over from SmackDown. Anything on these picks, guys? Again, Raw rebuilding, reloading, getting Lacey Evans, getting Sheamus. Yes. To me, that's a big deal. It, you, it is. Analyze right. is back. And she, yeah, Sheamus is uh, he's another one. He's he's someone who's the former world champion. He can be a player. Uh, you so. can steal a main event from him any week, too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Look, uh, yeah, you have a super chat. Steve Marcatilli, four to ninety-nine super chat. Do you think Brock returns to SmackDown or a future opponent for the Fiend on Raw? Hmm. Don't put him with the Fiend. Yeah, what do you think, Ross? I mean, I think uh, you know, I think a, a, a babyface Brock against a heel Roman uh, would be you know because huh. you got Heyman with Roman now. I think that could be a cool dynamic. Yeah, um, that could. Uh, that could be different. My problem with that is because Paul is so legitimately invested in Brock's career, real life. You, you'd have a hard time selling. No, you'd have a hard time selling me on that. No, but that, really? that could be the you, story. Can, It'd be like a you, Elizabeth thing with Macho Man and Hogan, where she's kind of like trying to manage them both. And uh, okay, okay, okay. So you, come on, we we got to admit when we see wrestlers we really like, we agree to suspend our disbelief. There are times in which like. Ugh, we still do it because we're excited about the talents and the angle sometimes. I All right, so it, I watched – here's here's the problem, Matt. I can remember so many times watching Brock uh, do the do the walk into the arena uh, hours before his his big fight at UFC showing him, and right? there's Paul behind him. Okay. When they, when they tried – WWE started to do the seeds of a Brock-Paul split a couple of years ago, and there's that famous backstage where Brock's like, I wanted my steak medium rare. I don't know if you remember. Right. But I just couldn't buy into it because I was like this – because these right. two are so embedded. Now, what Raj was saying, if you if you go the Miss Elizabeth route, okay, maybe you get me invested. But when I hear it on a pitch, I'm like, I can't buy into Paul on the okay. opposite side yeah. of Brock. Yeah, I don't think Brock would ever even so, agree to that. Because so he Brock, wants Paul doing his promos. He does, but I don't think Brock needs to do any of the talking. This is so simple. This is Paul Heyman doing all the talking mm-hmm. and saying, you're, no offense, Brock, you're the baddest beast in the land, blub for X amount of years, but... Don't take us the wrong way. Your, your father time is not is not on your side. 
This is the new age, whatever the hell he wants to call it. And I would believe Paul Heyman being such a shyster that he would stab his own mother in the back, let alone his own talent in the back to go make more money elsewhere for more years. Absolutely. I buy that. All right. The way you just pitched it, Matt, I, if you're in the creative room and you pitch it that way, kudos to you. That got me excited the way you just laid that out. So, okay. Yeah. His promos are good too. Ryan Regatta, Ryan Ricotta, 499 Super Chat. People involved in storylines together got moved together. Yup, Seth slash Murphy and Mysterio, AJ Hardy, etc. He's right. Moving should set new feuds, not continue stale ones. Amen, brother. Yeah, but to be fair, Ryan, it's half and half. There were some storylines that got moved together, but they also then did try to break some new stuff up so so there's some stories that haven't been completed that you can continue but there is some new combination so yeah, yeah, i get what you're saying yeah the mysterious is not that's not done because they've been doing the no whole way. thing with the daughter and murphy so I mean, it makes sense to keep murphy, going and not just stop it without any is murphy going to smackdown too yeah oh my god yeah, they moved everyone, so everyone oh, that feud. God. But AJ and Hardy, and I think it's clear that they're no longer together after tonight. Hardy's moving on to Elias. Good. Yeah. This, this, actually, you know what? This is the perfect opponent for Elias, actually. This is a great Hall of Famer, for sure. First bout Hall mm-hmm. of Famer. For Elias, to beat and beat and beat again. Yeah. Like, Let's I don't hope. want to see Hardy pin him once. Let's no, hope. for sure. Um, Sorry. Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus Natalia and Lana. We go to the ring. Both teams are already out. Uh, Natalia goes at it with Mandy Rose early on. Um, blah, blah, blah. Natalia, later on in the match, Natalia and Lana keep Dana in their corner with quick tags. They actually look good doing this, by the way, and like a cohesive team, actually. The two teams continue to go at it. Rose has words with Lana again and then unloads after she finally gets the tag. This allows Dana to come off the top and take Lana out for the pin and the win. You're winner, folks. Circle it, bold face it, do whatever you want to do with it, folks. Never forget this night. Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose get a major win. I'm happy for Dana Brooke. I really am. Uh, after the match, Rose and Brooke celebrate. We go to replays. They head to the back together as Natalia tends to Lana on the mat. Guess, guess what happens, folks? Natalia tells Lana she's done because this just isn't working out anymore. Natalia exits the ring by herself as Lana starts crying. She cried. She started crying. And by the end of the show, she's getting a title shot next week. And then, so, and then, and then on you, Twitter, Natalia tweets uh, a quote from her uh, uh, late uncle Owen: "Enough is enough. It's time for a change." Yeah, and she is, and they, she is moving. To I SmackDown. like that. So. I actually like that quote. That's a good quote. Look, here's the deal: um, they're doing a. They are in WWE's head. Uh, other than lying to us, because in real life they are punishing uh, uh, Miro's wife to take it out on her. There's no yeah. question about it. So this is the way they uh, absolutely cover their uh, butts PR-wise by saying, oh, don't you see what we're doing? We're building so much sympathy for her. Everybody yeah. feels so sorry for her. So for her now, we're going to put her in a title match and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, BS. You're not going to have her go over. Right. They're, they're probably going to have them go really long to make her look bad, too. I mean, it's it's one of those things. She's never been through a table before. All of a sudden, after Miro sudden? cuts that promo, now it's four, you know, four out of five weeks. Um, I mean, God, it's, it's, did you imagine and, that, though? <laughs> and, and Raj, back to the rumors of Eva Marie. I find it interesting because I feel like, uh, and I and I, I'm going to get heat for this for the chat room, sure. 
I gave some support to Eva Marie her first time around of like saw potential of the yeah. heel that she could be. And I feel that Lana yeah. is a similar elk to that. And so that, it'll be interesting to see a, a, a world where where Eva Marie and Lana are maybe both in the same they're the same brand, especially. To, to a degree, the reason I think I love Eva Marie's heat is because the fans hate her, right. hate, hate her with such a passion. Even the NXT fans, they, they boot her out of the ring. And I'm just like, WWE, you need to use this. This is great. This is amazing I, heat. Yeah. Bottle that up. I thought it was that great. Heat. Like we, she would keep coming up with reasons why she couldn't wrestle. Yes, yeah. but it was such. Wait, what's the word? Uh, vitriol. Vitriol. Like right. Vitriol. Yeah. Visceral. 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 Thank you. Yeah. So pissed. She. She. She takes the Baron Corbin heat and oh, takes yeah. it to a different yes. planet. Yeah. Oh yes. What do we yeah. got here? Peter Bahi. What's up, Peter? Five dollars super chat. Matt. What were your thoughts on being on ring kick? Being the ring kick king champion. How did you feel about Rinka King not lasting long? Peter, I, if I didn't know any better, that was a backhanded compliment, my friend. No, I'm joking. Um, Rinka King was an offshoot promotion that TNA did uh, out in India. We were in Pune, India, actually. And what's cool about it, honestly, is the fans out there thought it was real. Like, I was, um, I was a baby face, so it didn't really happen to me. It happened to Abyss. Um, Abyss was out in a taxi cab, and the fans were, like, shaking it back and forth while he was in it. Awesome. It was pretty awesome. I was like, this is amazing. It's yeah. like when you wrestle in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico similar like that. It's awesome. Yeah, great Kali. He did a he did an angle where uh, you know these guys beat him down. He had to go to the hospital and came from a helicopter. And the news was covering it like uh, yeah, oh yeah, it treated like sports. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty, it's it's pretty sports, wild. There's a lot of money put in Rinka King. Real quick, Jeff Jarrett was kind of uh, the one leading the way on that with uh, the company that did Big Brother. I forget the name of them. The, the production company, huge company uh, with CBS, huge, 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 and. Uh, it had legs. Uh, I, I still don't know why we didn't go back and film more episodes, but we filmed like I think a season of it. You know, I ended up dropping the title to Magnus. Um, Tony Stark, Star ninety nine Super Chat. Who works face between Fiend and Andrade? That's not going to be a thing, Tony. I mean, if well, it is, it's just a squash match on on Raw. Is that been announced or something? No, he's he's asking because Fiend uh, and Alexa ended up attacking Andrade and Zelina, and okay. that's all. That's all it was. This was just the raw introduction for Alexa and Fiend. And they just Fiend. Ha- they just picked it. They needed a guy girl combo that they could dispose no, of, you're right. and that's who it was. Right. I but, can see but, them doing a quick squash like next. Um, week. Okay, fine, but it won't yeah. be an angle, right? No, yeah, I yeah. mean. MVP is backstage with uh, the Hurt Business. He mentions how Retribution isn't here. Ricochet approaches and says it looks like he might be on Raw alone, but he wants one more match. Um, basically a very generic promo by him, honestly. But if he wins tonight, if he wins tonight's match against any member of the Hurt Business, the feud is done, and they go their separate ways. If he loses, he will actually join the Hurt Business, he said. So it looks like Ricochet versus Cedric Alexander will happen tonight. Think about Cedric- that. Real quick, Matt. Real quick, mm-hmm. about it. real quick. Yes, sir. So if Ricochet loses, if he's not good enough to win a match, <laughs> oh, we want to add you to our payroll. We want to add you to oh, our yeah. group. So I think the thought process there, honestly, is our guy Cedric is better, but we're the hurt business. We make stars. We can make this kid into a star. Yeah, or they're just evil people that want to turn good guys into bad people. I, I don't know. I'm, no, you're I'm, I'm no, you're, fir- I'm you're, you're No, no, your first explanation is what the wrestling logic is, which is if you are with us, we'll make you better. 
or we're or we're the heels. We're gonna cheat and make you lose anyways and force you with us. But when you <laughs> but when you put it when you just spell it out as like if you lose, you gotta join us. That is so ah. Uh, that's like right, if that you way. can't make this free throw, I'm picking you first in gym class, <laughs> brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you know, it, uh, yeah. That that part doesn't make much sense. It does not, but um, we got super chat here. We got Manish Malu, 40. What is that? What's the currency? Uh, 40 rupees. 40 rupees. Thank you very much, Manish. He says, Love from India. WWE is very famous here. Yes, it is. And Manish, I got to stay there in the Pune area for like, God, I want to say almost two months. I dug it. We had a great time. It treated us amazingly well there. It was a great time. Great experience for me culturally, too, actually. Yeah, we were out there last year for Christmas, and uh, you would see the WWE commercials all the time. Food. I kept up with the, all the shows out there. The food is so ridiculously good there. Sorry. Justin uh, Lopez, fight our super chat. Andrade wasn't even drafted on Raw. Talk, LOL. Huh? <laughs> the undrafted talents from Raw are Andrade, Selena, Eric, and Billy Kay. Yeah. So here's the total list right now of the uh, uh, free agents. It's Andrade, Billy K, Eric, Tamina Snuka, Zelina Vega, Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, Eric? and Mickey James. Who the hell's Eric? Uh, he's, the Viking Raiders. He's uh, Ray, Ray Rowe. Yeah, Ugh. Viking Raiders. <laughs> you're, Do we you're... care? Who cares? <laughs> Outside of Zelina Vega, I mean, I think most of this list is not really the guys they've been uh, pushing too hard. M- Mickey James as well. I'd, you know, I think it's kind of a slap in the face that she's... Well, she's injured too, though, isn't she? Yeah, but with her nose. But she's she's gonna be back in like two weeks. Hey, we've got Steel Gunner four ninety nine super chat. Matt been watching old TNA. If WWE let you cut promos like that, the rocket would have been on you. Take that, Bobby Burns. Thanks, Steel Gunner. I much appreciated. Yes, TNA let me do my own talking points. It was really really cool. All right, we're good. All right, we're back from the break, and Zelina Vega is on commentary as Garza waits in the rain. That's right, folks. They did not get uh, an entrance, did they? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think they got an entrance. That's, they, that's, they didn't know. That's ridiculous. All right. Anyways, out next comes uh, Andrade. Um, the bell rings, and they go at it. This match was actually, again, we've seen it a million times, but uh, this was a very good match, I thought. So basically, really quick, toward the end of the match, um, Garza goes ahead and counters uh, the hammer lock and sends Andrade into the apron. Garza brings it back in the ring for the wing clipper, but it's blocked. He keeps it locked and hits the wing clipper for the pin and the win. Your winner, Angel Garza. After the match, Vega enters the ring to check on Andrade, but the lights start going out. The red lights start coming up, and we hear the menacing sounds of the fiend over the arena. Alexa Bliss appears in the corner instead, turned upside down like Bray Wyatt. This was dope. Vega and Andrade are shocked. The Fiend suddenly appears behind Andrade. The Fiend grabs Andrade while Bliss grabs Vega. This was so cool, you guys. They drop them with uh, two sister Abigails, both at the same time, in the middle of the ring. Bliss and the Fiend stare at each other. They stare each other down as the menacing sounds continue to echo all throughout the arena. We go to commercial. This was so dope, I thought. It was cool, and it's cool seeing Angel Garza. And so Angel Garza did get an entrance. Uh, Andrade didn't, but Angel Garza already back. You know, that injury he suffered at the pay-per-view a few weeks ago looked like looked like it was scary when, when it happened. Like, uh, there was some concern that it might be a quad uh, injury to his quad, but 
luckily it wasn't. He's already back. And you could tell uh, between Angel Garza and Andrade, you could see who they got uh, high hopes for. So, uh, uh, Dude, Garza, I, I, I don't blame them. No, absolutely. I do not blame them. There's He has something. He's, he's a superstar written on him. Yeah, he's got that natural charisma. That Yes, he does. Have you seen him on Raw Talk? I watch Raw Talks when I know he's going to be on. Yeah. He's amazing on that usually. Um, but real quick, let's talk about, again, really quick. We talked about it earlier, but uh, what would you guys think of Alexa Bliss uh, appearing with the upside-down Bray Wyatt game? I thought that was so cool. Yeah, it so looked cool. it looked good. And look, I was watching social, and social's a, a funny barometer to watch, and it was getting praise. Here's the thing that I'm, I'm okay with: Alexa as normal Alexa Bliss as 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 little Miss Bliss. I mean, I I think they really have ran out of a lot of the stuff with that. So this is nice. You know, she they kind of have slow burned this. They they started doing this in August. If you actually go back, so they they've kind of slow burned the, the brainwashing. I think she, there is something. So, good. I got you, but Alexa, I'm sorry, Alexa Bliss though by herself as a heel is amazing on the mic. She is, in my opinion, can be top of that division like that, um, because of her talking ability. She plays such a good heel, and she has so many fresh matchups still out there, Justin. So well, like, this is not this is not like her swan song, and they're making her do this before she retires or something. I'm hoping. No, but my my rebut to that is first off, she she's so good at that. You're right. She's so good at a promo. She's probably one of a very select few that actually could pull this crazy character off. I think she is. I love it. She is also, you know, bad luck. She ran into several roadblocks, um, having to work, work, work of injuries. This is character work that allows her to just rely on just character work, and she doesn't have to necessarily wrestle. And I think this does more for her than having to bump every single week and do matches when she's just another girl. It It does, but but to say, like, I was getting the opinion you were thinking, I was getting of the opinion that you think she wasn't going to get another chance to be. Oh, no. You know, main heel Alexa Bliss again. I hope she does. Closing argument, fans (laughs) ever. Closing arguments here. Ever since Bray Wyatt, and then especially The Fiend, has gotten into this level of the character, fans have been clamoring and fantasy booking for who's going to be Sister Abigail. She's not Sister Abigail, but but fans have been wanting this female companion to the Bray Wyatt character, and that's the reality, and they're giving it can, to us. Can I ask a question? How do we know she's not Sister Abigail? Maybe she is. And then, well, they, I mean, I there's mean, Sister Abigail... Kind of- the- this kind of There's, goes back to uh, July. Remember at Extreme Rules, the horror show with, where they were Braun. kind of interspersing yeah. Alexa Bliss clips? Yes. Kind of and teasing that she was on, Sister Abigail. And you, either you or Glenn didn't like, I forget what, which is, I thought it was a cool touch. Right. But so the point I'm making is fans have been fantasy booking a female companion, sister, girlfriend, whatever, with this Bray Wyatt and his things. This is satisfying that. And they're doing it the right way. It's not being rushed. It's we're getting little things now. All of a sudden, she's mimicking him. I I, I think this is some of the best creative stuff that WWE's actually done, and, and, and especially oh, the stuff that's outside it, of the. It is. There's no. Yeah. I I I just got done saying I love it. Yeah. I just think, you know, she'll move on after this is done. I hope. Eventually, I don't know. You okay, guys are gosh. a bigger fan of this stuff than I am, but I did think tonight's segment was really cool. I did I did like the. Uh, there we go. We'll take it. I'll take that. We're, we got super chat. We've got. I bet you it's Hyman John, by the way, not Jaiman John. Not Jaiman Anyways, a hundred rupees, Matt. I love your match with Kurt Angle at Bound for Glory. When you yells, what more can I do? 
<laughs> when Angle kicks out, Elevator is glorious. Thank you. Those are some serious acting chops on my part. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we good? Um, yeah. All right. We're back from break, and Stephanie McMahon is back out on stage again to announce more draft picks. Wrestling Inc. chat room. Isn't that amazing? Raw selects Nikki Cross to come from SmackDown. You guys are all cheering. I know you are. Uh, SmackDown picks Robert Root and Dolph Ziggler to come over from Raw. Raw picks 24, the WWE 24-7 champion. That's right. They're getting the title with the folks. R-Truth, stay on the brand. Whoopie-doo. SmackDown picks Apollo Crews to come over from Raw. I like that. Raw picks Dabakato to stay on the brand. Nobody cares. Anything that, with these picks other than the tag team of Root and Ziggler? No, and that, and Dab- yeah, that was where, again, Stephanie mentions Raw Underground. She goes, a star <laughs> of Raw Underground and a favorite of my brother. Dab- so that was the only mention of Raw Underground, which, again, might be defunct at this point. Yeah. No, but that was good to give him a little definitive, you know, who he is. How do we remember him? Kind of right, thing. because we've never seen him in the ring on the above ground Raw. Well, he was. Just, no, he just was. The remember they squashed him. Braun. He was not. He was on a couple of weeks ago, and then Braun, uh, who is it? It was Braun that beat him real quick, right? It was right? Braun, yes. Wait, on a regular match or in Raw? Yes. Was... No, on Raw. Oh. Or was it the big show? No, it was Braun. It was Braun. Yeah, yeah. They just they just squashed him. And he like... appeared in the promo in the ring up, yeah. upstairs. So he was wow. in the promo. He got slapped by Kevin Owens, and then later that night he got squashed by Braun. And uh, that's not really... I must have missed that one. Sorry, I must have missed that one. Yeah, you know we. So look, uh, so look at that. So Dabakato gets a, a, a whatever round no sh- a, a exposure that he's drafted in front of other did. people, which we haven't even got to. Right. No, we like, have Al- not. like Aleister Black. Right. But we have Raw Tag Team Titles match between Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus The New Day. And at the end of this match, obviously this was an amazingly good match. Of course it is. Um, but we're going to go towards the end of it here, if that's cool with everybody else. Uh, Kofi returns to the ring apron, uh, but Ziggler pulls him right off. Kofi avoids a shot in the, into the steel steps at ringside. Kofi then turns and leaps off the steps to take Ziggler down to the floor. Uh, Kofi comes for a tag, but Rude rolls Woods up. Rude didn't see the tag, but it happened. Thank you. Woods holds Rude for the midnight hour, and Kofi leaps off the top rope for the finish and the pin to retain. Winners, New Day. After the match, the music hits as Kofi and Wood celebrate in the ring. We go to replays. Celebration continues while Rude and Ziggler try to recover, and they were just drafted. This is another thing I don't like about this. You know, if somebody gets drafted somewhere, like, put them over. I know it's not the show that they're going to, so what? You just showed them losing. So when I see them Friday night, these are guys that just all lose on Monday. Why should I be excited they're here? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's that, that's, that's that mentality of there's two separate audiences. There's an audience yes. watching SmackDown that's not watching Raw. Right. That's ridiculous. Uh, real quick, uh, real quick correction to a lot of people in the chat pointing out. The promo that Dabo Cato did was on in the ring on Raw, but he actually got squashed on Raw Underground. They did the match by Braun. By Braun. Yeah. Okay. So, he, so, so he's never had a match so on Raw match. above ground. Right. No above no. ground matches. But he has been. The original argument was, has he been in a real ring upstairs? That was the first initial thing. Yeah. Chat room. Nothing. Mm. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it alone. Charlie Caruso is backstage with Elias to get comments on his big return. He jokes about his new single and album and how he got payback on Jeff Hardy, which is a good loose end they tied up. Elias recalls a car accident on SmackDown months ago and says it wasn't his time. 
it wasn't his time to go give a concert to the big man in the sky. That's ridiculous. Elias announces that his new album, Universal Truth, is coming out on October 26th. He then announces that he will celebrate his raw return next week with a concert. He says it will be unforgettable, especially for Jeffrey Hardy. Up next, do we have a super chat coming in? Sorry. Um, Ricochet. Yeah, do it. No, sorry. We have Ricochet up next versus Cedric Alexander. Um, now, guys, we've seen this a thousand. We've seen these guys a bunch, right? But right. I just, just want to just go to the. Just, I just, yeah, I just wanted to say something though, guys. With this match, uh, hopefully you guys caught this at home. Um, I thought, what's his name? Um, this just lost my place. I apologize. Um, well, they they did they did the Eddie tribute where yeah. Ricochet, just go to the fi- just go to the finish. The finish that, is what's that, on that, the matters. Yeah, but that's uh, before I do. Um, Cedric's Cedric in this match. His mean streak was really, really advanced tonight. Remember, I keep talking to you guys about changing gears. Cedric Alexander's aggression in this match was awesome. Awesome. Like, he didn't care that he was stiffing him. It was safe stiffing that he was doing, and he looked completely different to me. Completely different. So whoever's working with him at WWE, holy crap, good work. Um, all right, so real quick, Ricochet tosses the chair to Cedric, um, and he catches it then makes himself go down as he got hit. The referee gets up and sees this, thinking Cedric used the chair. The referee calls the match. Winner by DQ, Ricochet. So Ricochet stole some serious Eddie Guerrero stuff here. This was great. Yeah, Eddie's birthday would have been a few days ago on uh, October 9th, so I think they... Love that. Yeah. I love this. And Ricochet was was funny, too, the way he did. He, like, put his, like, hand up to his forehead and, like, fainted. (laughs) Yeah. Little character development for him, though. That's not bad. I think it's good, right? Absolutely. Because, I I mean, I've been very critical of him. I've said this guy does the physical moves of a stunt double, but he cuts a promo of a stunt double. (laughs) Yes, but... But he's getting there. Uh, Ricochet makes his eg- exit as his music hits. We go to replace. Her business can no longer have dealings with Ricochet, according to Tom. Thank God. Thank God is right. <laughs> so still to come, folks, we'll have a dual woman's battle royal crown number contender to Asuka. And we're back to commercial yet again. All right. So uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, Justin. No, I have nothing. I yes, you guys were interrupting okay. me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, I thought it was good that they they did this, so they are ending this feud. But they had Ricochet yes. win without beating the Hurt Business. The Hurt Business, I think, uh, because they're in that you know feud with re- retaliation, retribution, whatever. Yeah, retaliation. Uh, same thing. Who cares? You shouldn't be beating them. <laughs> so, uh, well, actually, one of the members of the group was called Retaliation, and and they dropped it. Uh, your, your buddy Bobby Burns, Matt, saying a lot of elevator walk talk tonight. Hopefully Morgan doesn't go on a long-winded diatribe on how he supposedly created it and put us to sleep. All right, so Bob, so so here's who Bobby Burns is. Bobby Burns is a mark, huge <laughs> mark, where he thinks he's playing a persona, folks. Sweet. Is he getting booked anywhere, Matt? Yes, <laughs> in our super chat room where he's paying us to do it. <laughs> Is that, bravo, that, Bobby Burns! Bob, bravo! I bow to you, my friend. I bow that's to the bill. That's the bill to the Bobby Burns versus Matt Morgan in Longwood, Florida main event. <laughs> Dude, Jamin John saying, "Booked on an in- Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jamin John's asking, "How does it feel to get the back- black hole slam from Abyss? Did that hurt?" Hell yeah, dude! Because I was I, I came out of the hospital with a freaking staph infection, technically a strep infection, my upper real deltoid. So I was wearing a T-shirt in that match versus Abyss. Jeez. Um, and I was all gauzed and bandaged up. I had like a three-inch hole in me. I literally 
dis- discharged myself from the hospital, which really could have screwed me if something bad happened because they completely do this to you if you leave before they tell you you're allowed to leave. But this for me was like my first match in a match of three versus Abyss. Abyss was like the first big star that I was going over on at an angle and I didn't want to miss my opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so I went there and that thing killed. He tried to take care of me, but it's impossible with that move. Um, but yeah, that shoot really killed. Not because of him, but because of the snap infection on my shoulder. I'll tell you what, early on a bit, early on Abyss, and when he had uh, Doc, uh, Jay, uh, James Mitchell. Fa- Father James Mitchell, yeah. yeah. That early on Abyss, man, that's some good stuff. I, I wish TNA had a bigger platform at that time because I think that that gets like undersold how good Definitely. he was. Oh, he's amazing. Just like Nathan McCrimmon, fought our super chat. He's amazing too. He says, Hey guys, been a fan since 2017. Matt, do you think Bobby Roode being in a tag team brings him down after he was in a title match against Drew? Yes. Yes, I do. I think they're a good tag team, him and Ziggler. But they're always going to be considered good hands versus I wish they got him closer to his full potential as a singles heel, especially given promos and treated seriously. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's too bad because now Rude has the music. He's a heel, so it all kind of clicks together, but he's not really getting that, that shot as a, uh, You're as, right. as a, a singles heel. It's uh, hey guys, listen. Stephanie is back on the podium for the final round draft picks on tonight's Raw, and it says Raw picks Titus O'Neil to stay on the brand. Justin's favorite pick. SmackDown picks Carmella to stay on the brand. Exciting. Raw selects Peyton Rice Royce to stay. SmackDown picks Aleister Black to come over from Raw. Yeah. Raw picks Akira Tozawa to stay. Literally nothing here changed except for Aleister Black going yeah. to Raw. Nothing right here, guys. Mm, yes. Yeah. Sorry about that. By the way, in fun fact, when Akira Tozawa gets drafted, the screen that comes up, his fun fact was it is, the shark? His fun fact is leader of a ninja clan. <laughs> I want to point that out. Got eaten by a shark, so that's better. <laughs> uh, do you guys? Did you guys see where Bobby Burns got drafted? <laughs> I did not. I missed it. You did? You missed it? <laughs> He's on after Raw Talk. He's still a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. And Bobby, I'm about to suck more money out of you. Like the mark that you are that will respond as you pay to do it. All right, Bobby, pay dual- 10 bucks to give me your best shot at me. And 15 for Raj, 20 for Matt. Come on, Bobby. Don't be a pussy. Do it now. Jeez. Kids sometimes they watch this oh, show. Yeah. Watch your mouth. They're, They're in children. bed. It just is drop, after midnight. I'm yeah, they should be dropping the P word. It is twelve twenty eight a.m. You're correct, and this is an. What is WWE rated? By the way, we still have TV fourteen. It's still PG fourteen. It's PG. Not us, but WWE. Okay. This is the raw underground portion of the show. <laughs> okay, good call. Really quick. Up next, we got the dual brand battle royal to determine the new number one contender to Raw Women's Champion Asuka. We've got Nia Jax. Ba- uh, Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Lan- Lana, Natalia, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, uh, Bel- uh, Bianca Belair, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Tamina Snuka, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. So we got some pretty decent talent in here, actually. Um, let me go toward the finish here. Evans and Natalia go at it while not while Oscar watches from the backstage area. They take turns on the apron and both hang on to avoid eliminations. Natalia ends up catching Evans and launching her into the ring post to eliminate her. 
Natalia starts celebrating on the apron, but uh-oh, here comes good old Lana from behind. Lana was never eliminated, folks. Lana kicks Natalia to the floor and gets the win. Winner and new number one contender, Lana. After the bell, Lana celebrates as Asuka looks on from the back. Lana vs. Asuka is now set for next week's season premiere. What do you guys think? My biggest critique of this is that we've seen the, the shtick before in a battle royal or a Royal Rumble when somebody isn't actually eliminated, but they at least show you something of them getting out of the ring. And, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like this, like, we saw her get her uh, squash to the table. Like, I don't like, I, it was it was random that, like, oh, all of a sudden she's back up from the table spot and she was never actually eliminated over the top rope. It, it just wasn't told as well as I think it could have been. But nonetheless, She'll she'll be number one contender next week. I'm imagining. I thought we were going to get tonight. I'm imagining she will get squashed by Asuka, and it will enter some some other new woman returning, either Melina or Eva Marie. I'd assume. All right, look, guys. After this, we have Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton that are still brawling. They literally go off the air with officials trying to separate them. Like what? They said they ended it on a schmaz. Watching this, when I was watching McIntyre and Randy, and I think Randy has been having a, a banner year this year. Absolutely so, has been. But when I was watching this, I'm like, man, I'm so done with this feud. I'm, I don't care about it at I all. I felt it tonight, just last week, or maybe it was Friday even. I could have sworn I said, I like Hell in the Cell. It's going to give our guy, uh, Drew, the gear he now needs as a babyface, as the last gear he needs of being a total badass babyface. Not the QT babyface cutting these ridiculously, you know, funny promos and witty promos, but the fighter in him, right? The badass in him that he was as a heel a while back. Um, get that out of him, and this match will do it, right? So I'm like, I'm cool for one more match because of this possibility, right? That I mm-hmm. hope this layer they add to his babyface character. We've got to get there, unfortunately. And tonight was another reminder of this. They've been doing this for a while now. I'm kind of bored with it. Yeah, it just feels bored. like you're just running in place. Well, running in place, bored alone. I do think when it comes time for the pay per view, when that like two two will weeks, be good. It the will two be good. the two of them in Hell in a Cell, they're gonna go, they're gonna wall it out. They're and Orton has to win, will. right? No, 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 does, no. Does no, Orton no. lose four pay per views in a row? Absolutely. If John Cena does, can do it. He can. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But there had been rumors that they want to do Orton versus Edge at WrestleMania for the title. Like at well, one point, that was but, discussed as the plan. But, but do you don't need to get the title. They don't uh, need a title. Those two do not need a title. They don't need a title in that match. You don't definitely for sure. But then who do you do with Drew? Who do you go next with Drew? You got a brand. You got a brand new roster. Look at all the people they just put over Raw. But as far as a WrestleMania match goes, I'd like to see him versus Brock again. Yeah, but an I'd, angle. I'd watch. I'd watch. Yeah, exactly. I'd watch that. Um, Look at what else is on Raw. I'd watch Drew and AJ. I'd watch Drew and Fiend. Ooh. Drew and AJ will be great. Drew and AJ. I don't know if that's a WrestleMania match. I'd watch Drew and Fiend, depending on what the Fiend. There's a lot. AJ way too much for it to be like a, a WrestleMania match, if you know what I mean. I'm just going to throw it out there. Watch AJ's last three or four WrestleMania matches. They oh, stole no. the show. Yeah. Oh, it'd be fantastic. But, I mean, when you're thinking of the big marquee, uh, you know, the, the larger-than-life matches. Damn you know what else? You, you know what else I'd watch? I don't know if it could happen. I would watch a, at Mania. I would watch a Drew versus a John Cena who comes back on the road to oh, Mania and feels okay. a little and feels a little threatened. I'd watch a Drew John Cena. 
if you told the, told the right yeah, story. I don't care why Cena's back. Just as long as Cena does the job to him, I think that'd be incredible. If, if Drew McIntyre if Drew McIntyre pins John Cena in in front of some fans in Tampa yes. Bay, yes. I'm I'm buying into that. Yeah, no, I think that'd be great. I, I, who knows if Cena will now because he is very busy with uh, all these projects. Yes, he has. he has that HBO show now, uh, Suicide Squad. He's going to be doing promotion for <coughs> Fast Nine. Imagine the double main event of a Mania if you had Drew McIntyre versus John Cena and you had a Roman Reigns versus The Rock, two the, the two big Hollywood stars, a leading man in The Rock, and then this new. Uh, I don't know what you call Cena in, in Hollywood. If you had them come back and putting over the future gonna, for WWE in Roman, what were you, and, and, you going to call him? I didn't know what the. No, this, I didn't hot, know the this hot new what? No, I I, I didn't know. I, I, John's not a cameo guy. I mean, John's like oh, got like leading no. credits in movies. I didn't know what to call him. So, but he's not a leading man like The Rock is. That's right, he's just, an emerging emerging star. Yeah, star. I mean, Fast Nine because if you remember The Rock's Hollywood career wasn't all that great before Fast Five. I mean, he was getting. Big projects, but they weren't. He didn't Joe. have any big hits. Uh, GI Joe, many. right? Wasn't GI Joe the G- one that launched first? GI Joe was, felt like a big deal. That one was. I think that was after Fast Five, right? Okay. Fast Five was kind of the turning point right. where it, he really became a you know a huge, huge, huge star. Uh, so if the Rock's a leading man, then you have Rock as a leading man putting over Roman Reigns, and you have John Cena, the supporting emerging supporting <sighs> actor, yeah. who's putting over Drew. <laughs> Uh, real quick, unpaved uh, with the five dollars super chat. Yes, I do. Do we think we'll see Joseph Parks with H ever again? Those were great. Oh, I do because he's done it a couple times. I heard Vince pops huge for it. That's all it takes. That's how we got on TV with TNA to begin with. All it takes is the creative to pop at this and just take this on as this extra hilarious, hilariousness. Sorry, um, that it is, and then they throw it on TV just to pop themselves. This will get on TV somehow. Uh, real quick, uh, Neo Akira is asking, uh, which would you rather have, someone breaking their ankle or a Luther match, or that, or that match? Or mat? a Luther match? I think he means Luther from uh, Dynamite this past Wednesday night. Would I rather have somebody breaking their ankle or a Luther match? Uh, brother, I'm trying to hang on and figure out what you're saying here. Um, I would rather watch a Luther match. I don't want any of my fellow wrestler friends to break an ankle. There we yeah. go. If I misread that, my bad. I didn't understand either. I, I didn't quite get it. But I, yeah, yeah, I think it just, yeah, all right. Is that all we got? We and that good? is. Yeah, I guess that was the show. Um, and we did go over the other draft results that happened on Raw Talk afterwards. But if anyone joining in late, uh, Raw has picked up Lana, Riddick Moss, and Artura Huas. Well, SmackDown picked up Natalia, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan. And the list of free agents now is Andrade, Billy Kay, Erica, the Viking Raiders. Uh, Tamina Sneka, Zelina Vega, Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, and Mickey James. Exciting stuff, folks. Exciting <laughs> stuff. Groundbreaking news that we're breaking here on in Wrestling. Monday Night Raw post-show podcast. Um, hopefully you guys had a good time tonight. Hopefully we answered enough of your questions. And by we, I mean them, because if it was up to me, I would never answer a single solitary one of your Super Chats. I hate them. They slow the show down. I want them gone. No, I'm joking. Um... <laughs> But all jokes aside, seriously, guys, y'all know it's love. I'm always we're playing a character on here from time to time, especially when Rob bores me. Um, but uh, tonight was actually up and down. There's some good parts in it, guys. On scale of one to ten, before we leave, I'm giving this a seven. What are you guys giving it? Uh, yeah, seven point five. Hey, seven sounds about right. 
All right. There you had it, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And what do we got coming up next? We have Wednesday night, right? NXT yeah, so Wednesday AEW night. Coverage. Uh, be back, Justin, yourself, and uh, Sam Adonis. And then Glenn, He's uh, he'll be back on Friday. So uh, Glenn and... Yay, uh, Glenn! <laughs> Matt can't wait. And uh, But yeah, thank, thanks everyone as always for tuning in. Thank you guys. See you guys next time. For Justin Labar, Raj Gary, I am the Blueprint, Matt Morgan. Your worst freaking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.